Way Podcast, we herald the one eternal redemptive purpose of God as it culminates and fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Covenant. Hello, uh, welcome again to another episode of the New and Living Way podcast. I'm your host, R.D. Pineda, uh, podcasting live uh, here in the United Arab Emirates. I'm currently in uh, the capital city of uh, Abu Dhabi. So we'd like to welcome uh, all our uh, viewers, subscribers, followers in our uh, Facebook uh, page and YouTube channel uh, sa Pilipinas. Magandang uh, hapon, uh, magandang gabi dyan sa inyo sa Pilipinas. And also here in the UAE, in the seven Emirates of UAE, Dubai and Abu Dhabi for all our uh, uh, followers and subscribers Uh, dito sa UAE. Also, we'd like to uh, greet our supporters, our viewers, and subscribers in other parts of the world, like in the United States and in the UK and other uh, countries. We're also being uh, streamed. We will be streaming this. I will be streaming this after the live will be the Uh, audio podcast uh, platform. So if you want to just listen by audio podcast, you can uh, do subscribe to our uh, podcast platforms like um, our, our host is Anchor. Anchor. And after that, is, uh, you can hear it through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google, and other uh, platforms. So, welcome. Welcome sa inyo. Uh, today is another episode. And our episode today is uh, episode uh, 38. So, we are now uh, almost uh, the end of the year. So, from uh, January 2021, we have already covered 37 episodes. And now, we are on the 38th. So we praise God for uh, the growing uh, uh, followers' interest with regards to what we herald here. As you can see in the ticker, we are heralding the one uh, eternal purpose of God to redeem a people for himself as it progressively revealed in Uh, the biblical history in the Old uh, Testament, in the Old Covenants, in the various covenants in the Old Era, and which culminates in the Lord Jesus Christ when He came, incarnated, and established uh, the New Covenant by His uh, blood. So you can interact with us. Pwede kayo mag 
ask ng questions, mag-comment with regards to the topic and also even if with, uh, not regard with the topic, you can just type in in your comments, uh, comment section sa YouTube and Facebook. Just allow uh, live stream to just allow us live stream sa para makita yung uh, yung name yung ano nyo, yung yung photo nyo. so welcome sa inyo so there are some uh, already few uh, watchers viewing right now so without further ado today is an exposition uh, that I will do uh, by God's grace we'll do we'll do an exposition of uh, I, I have announced the topic that uh, this one episode uh, 38 in our season 2 is uh, the theme and theology of eternal life in the gospel of uh, John so this is what I will expound this uh, theme, this uh, topical topic, this topical uh, study of the scriptures about eternal life in uh, the Gospel of John. So, without further ado, I will begin the exposition of this uh, very, very good. Uh, uh, it's the the Gospel of John is one of uh, unique among the four Gospels, among the four Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John is the most unique among the four Gospels that when you open the New Testament, so the three, uh, the three uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke are called synoptic Gospels or they are parallel. They have the same, uh, mostly similar narratives concerning the life and works of our Lord Jesus Christ, yung tatlong nauna. But uh, the Gospel of John is quite unique in the sense that siya lang yung unique na yung ibang maraming uh, hindi parallel sa tatlo na unique lang sa Gospel of John. So before I will start, let us pray for the Holy Spirit's uh, guidance to us as we study this uh, this uh, book of uh, the, the Gospel of John. Let us pray. Father, we, we come before your throne of grace. We are uh, needy people. We know, Lord, that in, in our minds and in our hearts, we are darkened by sin. Our, our understanding of your truth is darkened by sin. We ask, Lord, for your Holy Spirit to guide us in our study of your word. Guide me, Lord, that I may speak, that I may expound your word faithfully as we see it in your word. Guide us, Lord, through your Holy Spirit. Enlighten us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So I have uh, prepared uh, a study of uh, this. Uh, I have uh, prepared the PowerPoint presentation with this, uh, with this uh, episode 38. 
as I will share now. So, as an introduction, uh, the purpose of this paper, this paper that I have uh, done, is to demonstrate the theme, yung concept ng eternal life in the Gospel of John. Particularly, yung mga citations ng term eternal life. So, if you, if you will open the Gospel of John, you would see eternal life, many citations of eternal life, life, eternal life, are uh, everywhere sa Gospel of John. So, in, uh, in particular, sa chapters 1, chapters uh, 3 to 6, chapter 10, chapter 12, 17, and 20. So, my primary goal, or in expounding this, uh, is to understand the various eternal life passages and to gain an understanding of the overall in the overall purpose statement of the Gospel of John in uh, chapter 20, verse 31. Ano yung, ano yung uh, purpose statement why uh, the Apostle John wrote this, let, wrote this Gospel? And we can see that in John chapter 20, verse 31. As we can see, as we read. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in His name. So yun yung purpose, yun yung purpose statement why uh, Apostle John wrote this gospel, the gospel that is attributed to him. So yun yung purpose niya. And secondly, to see the theme of eternal life, makita natin sa ang eternal life in the theme of uh, John in relation and distinction with the theme of uh, the kingdom of God in the Synoptic Gospels. So sa tatlong uh, Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, is, ang theme doon is about the kingdom, about the kingdom of God, about the kingdom of heaven. This prevalent sa tatlong uh, na unang Gospels. And John is unique dahil I think one or twice lang nagamit yung kingdom. But most of the time, ang theme ng Gospel of John is about eternal life. So this, this study is not particularly uh, expos uh, expository sa mga text, but understanding the whole backdrop or the whole framework of theme of eternal life in the whole book of uh, the Gospel of uh, John. So, uh, number one, uh, eternal life as the central theme of the Gospel of John. Eternal life, the term eternal life as the central theme of the Gospel of John. As we can see in chapter 1 pa lang and uh, chapter 3 to 4. Letter A, uh, eternal life is encapsulated and bound up in Jesus Christ as the eternal word of God. So we can see here, so, so we, when we open the Gospel of John in the prologue, we can see already that uh, John is uh, elevating this eternal word which was in the beginning with God, and through Him all things were created, as He said in verse 4. 
in him was life and the life was the light of men and who is this uh, him he said particularly this word the word that was in the beginning in verse 1 the word was with god and the word was not just uh, hindi lang siya hindi lang siya agent of all creation as uh, specifically stated there through him all things were created but also he is life he is the life he is the light of all men to all men so that figurative views of light is contrasted with darkness so yung uh, enlightenment that contrasted with spiritual darkness that light has shines uh, in the darkness and the darkness does not comprehend it so verse 5 so and this means the world in darkness which all people uh, the world in darkness has not understand has not understood this light the true light that everyone was coming into the world yet the world did, did not know him and this light of men is the same word from the beginning that became flesh in chapter in verse 14 he became flesh and dwelt among us as we have seen his glory as the only son from the father full of grace and truth so uh the darkness according according to don carson in the in the pillar new testament com- commentary the darkness the darkness in john is not only the absence of light but positive evil as the light is not only revelation bound up with creation but with salvation so it reveals the the state of all men all of us that we are in darkness we are not in the light and apart from this light brought by the messiah the incarnate word that came uh, that light that shines upon all men where people love darkness according to uh, chapter 3 verse 19 we love darkness in our nature we love darkness because our deeds are evil and when this light does put an appearance they hate it because they do not want their deeds to be exposed in fact wherever it is true that the light shines in the darkness it is also true the darkness is not understood it uh andreas kostenberger with regards to the to the to verse 515 darkness has not overcome it doon sa kanyang uh, commentary encountering john the gospel in history and historical literary and theological perspective sabi niya is on the other hand it makes perfect sense for literal darkness not to overcome literal light Quite the contrary, as experience tells, literal light overcomes literal darkness. Hence, the analogy with the spiritual realm suggests itself. Uh, Jesus is the light of the world. Likewise, he overcame the world's spiritual darkness. So, as the Lord Jesus Christ tells his disciples towards the end of his ministry, ang sabi niya, I have overcome the world. 
sa 16 verse 33. So if we are therefore correct in our assuming that the primary meaning of uh, 1-5 overcome or in the original katalambanyo is John would start out on a triumphant uh, note. Ang sabi, ng, ang sabi ni John, the light. Jesus is the light. He triumphed over the world's darkness. So, this interpretation is more consistent with uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, the light overcoming darkness. Meaning, He uh, literally overcame the darkness. So, all that is uh, associated with the darkness, because of the light, He overtakes it. You have walk while you have the light, sabi niya sa 1235 before darkness overtakes you. Thus, Jesus is the life, the light of men, which was also the incarnate word, is the overcomer of spiritual darkness and the only source and giver of spiritual enlightenment, leading to eternal life. Or in John's language, but to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So under one is letter B. As this one is quite uh, comprehensive, yung study ko dito. So bear with me na lahat ng citations ay isa-side ko sa Gospel of John. So yeah, just bear with me. Uh, letter B, eternal life. The term eternal life is as the promise and consequence of believing in Jesus Christ as The Son of God. So, we know the most popular chapter and verse in uh, the Gospel of John is chapter 3, verse 16. We know all this, even kids, they know this, uh, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he, gave, that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal uh, life. So that in itself, eternal life is promised on the consequence and the consequence of believing or the condition of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God. So alam natin yung context ng John chapter 3 with regards to uh, the Lord's conversation with Nicodemus that uh, in, in Nicodemus thought, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is just an a uh, good and ordinary teacher or prophet from God, as he said, good, good teacher, huh? rabbi ang ang sabi ni Nicodemus. So, ang conversation nila, though he was a teacher of the law and a Pharisee as such, na which was uh, touted as the most knowledgeable people when it comes to their knowledge of God and the Scripture and the law in the Old Testament. Yet Jesus in Jesus estimate of Nicodemus he was ignorant he was ignorant and destitute of true spiritual and heavenly knowledge that leads to entering the kingdom of God so Jesus explains unless a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God so he needs to be born again or regenerated to gain an entrance into the kingdom So Jesus came as a witness for this for this truth that he needs to be regenerated on the truth that is uh, he uses uh, the wilderness wandering 
through the bronze serpent where Moses lifted up this bronze serpent and those who look up dun sa verse uh, 15 yung mga, mga sa wilderness wandering sino man titingin dun sa bronze uh, ng mga natuklaw ng mga natuklaw ng mga ahas sa, sa wilderness those who would look on the uh, br- uh, brazen serpent will be healed instantly at hindi mamamatay so Jesus declared that he was the uh, anti-type o yung reality, yung pinipicture ng bronze uh, serpent. That uh, Jesus is the son of man, must, sabi din sa verse uh, 28, just as the son of man must also be lifted up, which most certainly refers to the future sacrifice of himself sa cross. So he said that when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father uh, taught me. And he said also in 3.13, I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Jesus who descended from heaven, from the Father, and came as a witness to this truth, Uh, and as the Son of Man was lifted up through His body on the cross, and that everyone who believes in Him may have uh, eternal life. So, uh, as per sa book ni Andreas Kostenberger, one of the one of uh, the Gospel of Johannine scholar, uh, sa kanyang book A Theology of Gas of John's Gospel and Letters, ito yung sabi niya. In dealing with this matter, with Nicodemus, serving as representative character, asking this very question, so the reader, tayong mga nagbabasa, is led to reflect on the typological significance of a past event in Israel's history. Moses lifting up a bronze snake in the wilderness with the result that everyone will look at the snake, live, and did not die. So, typologically speaking, John expounds by recounting Jesus' response. Then Jesus represented that snake. He was to be lifted off, the first somewhat oblique, but nonetheless unmistakable reference to Jesus' crucifixion in John's Gospel, later developed in John chapter 8, verse 28, and made explicit in chapter 13, 32, 33. As the evangelist uh, commentary makes clear, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The expression eternal life here makes its first appearance in the fourth gospel. Properly, it means life of the age or eon. Kung saan galing yung eon, no? yung eon to come. And therefore, resurrection life, yung expression that eternal life. But in John's gospel, that life may in some measure be experienced before the end, just as in the synoptics, the kingdom dawns before the end. Moreover, those who have read the prologue will call, will, the prologue of John will recall that life resides in the word. In him was life, verse 4. The eternal life begun by the new birth is nothing less than the eternal life of the internal word. 
So thus, the eternal life is bound up, encapsulated in the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ as the eternal work. That eternal life comes from this world. So that is the, the only, the Son of Man, the God Messiah, the Son of Man, that only through Him, anyone who believes in Him may have eternal life and enter the kingdom of God. Yun yung sinasabi uh, sa John chapter 3. So, uh, letter C, eternal life is now offered to the whole world and no longer confines to the Jews or the Israelites in the old uh, covenant. That uh, John 3.16 is the most popular in the world Bible, but uh, the context is not about the world as lovable, for God so loved the world, but it displays the most solemn truth of how a perfect, a holy, a just God can love a vile and sinful world of lost and rebellious sinners uh, living and walking in darkness and sins. That how can a great and holy and just and uh, mighty God can love a world of vile sinners, rebellious sinners, walking in darkness and sins, every one of us in the world. So there is no, there is nothing attractive for God to be enamored sa, to love the world. That some people will read love the world, that means the world is lovable. No, the, God loved the world in spite of we are world of sinners and rebellious people before his sight. So, but we should look to, we should look that love the world that instead of God uh, punishing us in condemnation and judgment that we deserve due to our sins and uh, rebelliousness, God demonstrates His great love for us through this greatest gift of the Lord Jesus Christ, His Son. So, uh, Experiencing this new birth, according to Carson in the commentary, according to John, uh, the Gospel of John is experiencing this new birth, the prerequisite of eternal life has been grounded in the lifting up of the sun. So also that lifting up, the climax of the sun's mission is itself grounded in the love of God. The mission of the sun and its consequences is the theme of this paragraph. But John begins by insisting that the sun's mission was itself the consequence of God's love. The Greek construction behind so love that he gave his one and only son emphasizes the intensity of the love and insists that the envisage's, envisage's consequence really did ensue the words, his one and only son that he gave as the greatest, stressing the greatness of the gift. The father gave his best, his unique and beloved uh, son. So it's not about the world. It's about God giving his one and only son for us to uh, be saved, to be redeemed. So God's manifestation of his special love 
in the Old uh, Testament, in the Old Era, was Israel alone. He chose Israel out of uh, the many nations surrounding Israel as God's chosen people. He has revealed himself. Pinakita niya yung sarili niya. Inireveal niya yung sarili niya sa mga propeta sa Israel alone. Ang kanyang perfections, ang kanyang holiness, his goodness, his mercy towards a rebellious and stiff-necked people. In various times and places and ways, God revealed himself to through Abraham, through uh, Moses and other prophets of his love and mercy mercy and patience towards uh, Israel. So the Jews were a privileged people, a privileged nation that God shows a special revelation to them and they were recipient of God's covenant love through the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. As Paul states, they are Israelites. To them belong the adoption, the glory of the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship and the promises to them belong the patriarchs and from their race, according to the place, is the Christ, who is God over all, blessed forever. So, John stated that Jesus Christ came, that God sent His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, not to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Now, the offer of salvation has become open wide in John's language, eternal life has come now to the world and we're no longer confined only to the Jews. That's why he can state here, whoever believes in him is not condemned in verse 18. He is no longer confined to the Jews, but whoever believes, lahat ng kahit sino man, hindi, nakat, hindi nakatali sa mga Hudyo, but to all who believes, whoever believes in him is not condemned. So as the promise of eternal life is those who believe in the Son, they will never be condemned. But those who do not believe are condemned already according to verse 18 because he has not believed in the name of the, of the only Son of God in 18. So dito sa, sa portion ng uh, scripture na to, According to Carson, more than any New Testament writer, John develops a theology of the love relations between the Father and the Son and makes it clear that as applied to human beings, the love of God is not the consequence of their loveliness, but of the, sub of the sublime truth that God is love. From this survey, it is clear that it's typical for John to speak of God's love for the world, but this truth is therefore made to stand out as all the more wonderful. Jews were familiar with the truth that God loved the children of Israel. Here, God's love is not restricted by race. Even so, God's love is to be admired not because of the world that is so big, and includes so many people, but because the world is so bad that it is the customary connotation of cosmos, that the world that is bad, that is evil, that is uh, in darkness, that is uh, uh, with men full of sin and rebelliousness, how much God has loved this broken and 
uh, dark world. Uh, number two, uh, eternal life in John cha- in chapter 5 to 6 and chapter 10 is predicated in Jesus Christ. In His being, the Son of God, second person of the Trinity, and equal in power and authority with the Father. So, yan yung, na, yan yung uh, backdrop ng chapter 5 to 6 and 10. That Jesus is the Christ, letter A, the Son of God, the second person of the triune God, the eternal life giver, sa so chapter 5, 19 uh, to 23. So, yung context nito is when the Lord Jesus Christ uh, healed the layman during the Sabbath day, which is the most holy day of the week. For the Jews, wherein God instituted it for Israel to observe complete cessation from works during the day. And since uh, it was the Sabbath day, that the sign of the old covenant of God with Israel, so it is prohibited to work or to do any activity during the day. Now, the Jews were indignant because Jesus Sabbath. They considered as unlawful. And Jesus is violating the sacred day of the Jews, the Sabbath day, that he healed the man, the lame man, during the Sabbath day. So it is soon controversy sa kanila. But the Lord Jesus Christ stated that the Sabbath was not an absolute hard and fast rule since uh, even the Lord, even God the Father, sabi niya sa 17, does not cease from working. Until now. And I'm working also. And I'm working also. So at this juncture, Jesus claimed to be the Son of God equal with the Father in power and authority. So he claimed that whatever the Father does, he does likewise. Kung ano yung ginagawa ng Ama, ginagawa niya rin sa verse 19. Second, the Father raises the dead and gives them life. Sabi ni Christ, He also likewise can raise the dead. Third, the Father has entrusted to the Son all judgment. Therefore, Jesus has all the authority. So that as just they honor the Father, they may honor the Son equally. So kung ano yung honor na binibigay sa Ama, ay ganun din ang ibibigay sa anak according to this uh, uh, text. Thus, eternal life is predicated in the person and works of the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God, the second person of the triune God that He said that uh, the authority of His words, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes Him, who has sent me, has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. So, yan ang words ng Panginoong Isus. So, greater works according to the Lord Jesus Christ that the Father entrusted to Him. So that is rendering eternal judgment. So verse 21 to 30. That the purpose of the Lord Jesus Christ's uh, mission is 
more prominent than the giving of life. 3.16.6, chapter 7, chapter 10, chapter 17 is all about life. So Jesus could be the life giver because the Father has life in himself. So just as the Father has uh, given life, therefore in the Lord Jesus Christ, life also in himself. And that the Father has granted the Son to have life in himself. So, like God, Jesus is an uncreated being. He already was with God in the beginning, that is before the creation, and in Him was life. So, the healing of this lame man, amazing as it is in its own right, points beyond itself to who Jesus is. Kung sino ang Panginoong Isus sa kanyang pag-heal sa, sa lame man na ito. That This is the tragedy that those who are opposing Jesus did not see who Jesus really is. They're concerned for obedience to the law. They're concerned for legalistic uh, obedience to the law. They miss the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the ultimate lawgiver. They are concerned for the uh, details of the law, but in their upholding of the requirements for religious life, but they miss the lawgiver itself, the life itself, the Lord Jesus Christ, in their concern for the study of the law or the scriptures in the Old uh, Testament. They miss the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, on the, on the second aspect, eternal life is a present and future reality to those who believe in Jesus. It's a present reality. That he who believes, sabi ni, uh, according to the Lord Jesus Christ, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes, whoever hears my word and believes in him, and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. So, ito yung pinaka stupendous claim nang sino mang nagki-claim sa sa mundong ito na ang sino mang nakikinig sa salita ko sabi ng Panginoong Hesus whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life hears my word the word of the Lord Jesus Christ not only the words of God but his words whoever hears my word And believes him who sent me, the Father, has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. So, so this was why, this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. So 5.18, the Jews understood in their, in their, they understood what the Lord Jesus Christ is claiming, that he is equal with the Father. That he is, uh, he is uh, God, according to this what in verse 18. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own Father, making himself equal with God. So eternal life, unless you believe that uh, in the deity, in the God, in the in Jesus Christ being God incarnate, you cannot have eternal life. 
Because eternal life is uh, the Lord Jesus Christ uh, manifesting Himself, God incarnate, that He is the second person of the Trinity, that He is the Son equal with His Father. Yun yung understanding ng mga uh, Jews na kausap niya. So, the one who belongs to God, hears what God says according to, to Him. So, hearing the words of Jesus is hearing the words of God. Since the Son speaks only what the Father uh, tell Him to do or tell Him to say. So, in the context of uh, the, the Father sending the Son, the Son's words are God's word. So, whoever hears His word, believes in Him, and the one whom He has sent, they have eternal life. Okay, uh, pass into judgment from death to life. So, it's a present reality for all uh, uh, believers. So, lahat ng gina, according, according to K. Carson, because at the immediate context is concerned to show how the Son in all that He says and, and do and does, As the words and deeds of the Son are the words and deeds of the Father. So faith placed in the Son is placed in the Father who sent Him. So ang ginagawa ng anak, kapag sinasampalatayanan mo yung ginagawa ng anak, yung sinasabi ng anak, ay sinasampalatayanan mo yung ginagawa ng Ama. So faith placed in the Son is placed in the Father who has uh, sent Him. The one who hears and believes, still, uh, Thomas Schreiner, Thomas Schreiner in his book, New Testament Theology, Magnifying God in Christ, said, The one who hears and believes in this way has eternal life and will not be condemned. That means judged adverse, adversely. The idea is spiritually indistinguishable from the negative uh, component of false doctrine of justification, the believer does not come to the final judgment but leaves the court already acquitted. Nor is it necessary for the believer to wait until the last day of, to experience something of resurrection life. The believer has eternal life and has crossed over from death to life. This is perhaps the strongest affirmation of what uh, the theologians called inaugurated eschatology in the fourth gospel. Nevertheless, it does not mean that Evangelist has adopted the error of Hymenaeus and Pilatus, who insisted the resurrection had already taken place. So the following verses in 28 and 29, it was chapter 5, who insisted the resurrection has already Demonstrate that John still anticipates a final resurrection. But the stress on realized eschatology is typically Johannine's. Kasi sabi niya, the one who hears and believes this way has eternal life. Meron ng eternal life. It's past, past yung gamit. Has eternal life. So the eternal life already begun. The moment, the moment a person believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, Eternal life has begun. 
So, so in John chapter 5:24 conveying the truth that believers currently possess life. The great transaction has occurred that the reign of death has ended. Even though believers still await physical death, nevertheless they have now passed into life and abide in life. Hence the age to come is now a reality. As Jesus declares in John chapter 10, verse 28, I give them eternal life. Such life is not reserved for a future time, but it is the present gift of the Son of God to His ship. John, as we have seen, emphasizes that believers have already passed from death into life. And so they already possess the life of uh, the new AIDS. The truly, truly, I say to you, chap, John chapter 5, verse 25. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. So, masabi dito, uh, an hour is coming. An hour is coming. And is now here, according to the Lord Jesus Christ. The, an hour is coming and is now here, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. Sabi niya, an hour is coming future, and is now here. When the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. So yun yung uh, tinatawag na already and not yet, or yung inaugurated eschatology. Sabi, di, sabi ni Lord, an hour is coming, future, and is now here. Nandi dito na. So that is the inaugurated, the already and the not yet tension inherent in eschatology to what belongs the already and the not yet so this is being teased out in the following verses so for the expression a time is coming according to Carson a time is coming and has now come and is now here so here nandito na already but not yet so verse went notes on per uh uh, for 23. Verse 28, when the eschatology is orientated entirely towards the future, the time or hour is coming. So that is future. Not yet. John does not say now is. Does not say it's now is young, an hour is coming. But here, however, the coming hour already, how uh, the coming our already is. The resurrection life for the physically dead in the end time is already being manifest as life for the spiritually dead. Marami ang nabubuhay ngayon. Resurrection life, which is spiritual. They are spiritually dead, but now they are living. When they hear the voice of the Son of God, those who hear are living now. Yung mga nabubuhay spiritually. Yung mga nare-regenerate. They are now 
uh, they have received already this resurrection life that nabuhay mula sa mga patay ang kanilang mga spirito now they live so the resurrection life for the physically dead in the end time is already ma- being manifested now in the spiritually dead the believer who are becoming spiritually alive as according to Ephesians, uh, we were dead into trespasses and sin, but we are made alive in the Lord Jesus Christ. So through the voice of the Son of God that calls forth the dead, and those who hear will live. Such a voice, such a life-giving word, is nothing other than the voice of God, whose vivifying power mediates the life-giving spirit. Even to the dry bones sa Ezekiel, sa Ezekiel 37. So, I will not uh, finish this paper because it's, it's quite long. Maybe it will take uh, two hours. But I'll just uh, continue it in some other time and we'll just uh, finish some portions here. These two dimensions of life in the book, A Theology of the New Testament, according to George Eldon Ladd, these two dimensions of life, present and future, in this John chapter 5.25, are inseparably associated in Jesus' discourse about his relationship to the Father. Since God is the source of life, it is he alone who can raise the dead. But he has entrusted this prerogative to his Son. This mission, raising the dead, is fulfilled in two stages. The hour has already come when the dead hear the voice of the Son of God and come to life. The hour has already come. Lahat ng mga na, nakarinig ng, ng voice of the Son of God, they came to life. Those who are spiritually resurrected. This refers to spiritual resurrection. The present experience, the present experience of eternal life is proven by the words, the hour is coming And now is. And is now here. Or in now is. So this event of rising into life is taking place in Jesus' ministry. Because the Father has granted the Son also to have life in Himself. However, this present experience of life is not, that, is not all that life means. The hour is coming when all who are in the tombs The physically dead will hear his voice and come forth to the resurrection of life and to the resurrection of judgment. I will finish this portion along uh, letter B. In the saying about eternal life as an eschatological blessing, John is John is in agreement with the synoptic gospels. In his emphasis upon life as a present spiritual reality, John goes beyond the synoptics with a different emphasis. Dodd finds the solution to the central emphasis in John in platonizing of the more primitive eschatological mode of thought. Eternal life is to be understood in the platonic sense in that it is a life not measured by months and years, A life which is properly speaking neither past nor future, but it is live in God's eternal today. This, however, is to me 
to misunderstand John for eternal life undeniably has a future. John weds present and future in an indissoluble bond. The one who believes in Jesus may die physically but will experience the life of the resurrection. And whoever has life spiritually now and believes in Jesus shall live forever. Because the believer has eternal life now, he or she will be raised up on in the last day. The eschatological resurrection is not extraneous to the center of John's thought, but it is the full manifestation of life in believers. This can be illustrated by the analogy between the Johannine teaching of life and the synoptic teaching of the kingdom of God. It is noteworthy that in John, eternal life is first mentioned after the only references in the gospel to the kingdom of God. But in the synoptics, and in John, synoptics meaning the three uh, first gospels, the three first gospels, and in John, eternal life is the life of the eschatological age to come. In the synoptics, this life is also the life of the kingdom of God, which belong to the age to come. However, the unique element in Jesus' preaching of the kingdom in the synoptics is that the eschatological kingdom has invaded this age. The kingdom has come, the kingdom has come or dawn, inaugurated, has come to the people in the old age. In this soe, soe ainios, eternal life, in John resembles the kingdom of God in the synoptic gospels. That which is properly a future blessing becomes a present fact in virtue of the future in Christ. Therefore, while the idiom is different and we are not to identify the kingdom of God and eternal life, the underlying theological structure is the same, though expressed in different categories. If eternal life is indeed the life of the eschatological kingdom of God, and if the kingdom is present, it follows that we might expect the kingdom to bring to human being a foretaste of the life of the future age. That is according to George Eldon Ladd, theologian, from his book, Theology of the New Testament. So, I think I have to, I have to cut this uh, up to now because uh, it's a long paper that I have done. So I will just uh, leave it first. Uh, in that uh, in that sense because uh, it still uh, it's just half of it so i think it will be uh, it will take longer hour magiging dalawang oras yung mag mag uh, magsasabi ako dito ng mga ito no so letter c eternal life nasa chapter 6 pa lang yung survey uh, just, uh, natapos, pa lang ta- natapos pa lang ako sa chapter 5 ng survey ng eternal life. Sa letter C, that uh, it is uh, bound up in the, the Lord Jesus Christ being the Son of God sent by the Father. Dito sa chapter 627, we'll continue sa next uh, 
uh, in next episode, next uh, future episodes of uh, the second part of it dito sa letter C. So, I will leave it that way muna since uh, nakaisang oras na ako dito. So, uh, hope uh, uh, nakatulong ito ang um, pag-aaral for at this time to understand ang um, uh, gospel, the backdrop of the gospel of John. So, it's quite, uh, my paper is around 22 pages So, nando pa lang ako sa kalahate and it would take one hour more, I believe, kung tatapusin ko to. So, I think I have to to have a part two of this sa uh, mga next uh, next uh, episodes. So, those who are watching now or those who want to have a shout out, just uh, feel free to to um interact with me dito sa pag-aaral na to so i i maintain i want to maintain one hours exposition ng uh, any 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 given na nag-exposition dito is a one hour plus the discussion around 30 minutes minsan natatagalan but we want to stick with one hour so I'll just continue the second half of my paper in the next uh, episodes, God willing. So, kung wala nang uh, tanong, I will uh, leave it that way. Uh, this uh, episode 38 and we'll be having a part two of this for the next uh, episodes of uh, this podcast. So kung wala ay uh, since wala wala akong uh, since wala ang uh, walang interactor among my colleagues dito so I have to end uh, at one hour exactly one hour this uh, episode 38 and to be continued uh, part two of the theme and theology of eternal life in the gospel of John and hope that this study ay nakatulong sa atin sa inyo sa ating lahat in understanding the whole backdrop of the theme and theology of eternal life in the gospel of John so thank you very much for watching and see you again for the next episode of the new and uh, living way uh, podcast Bye. Good night. See you. Thank you.
This is the New and Living Way podcast. We herald the one eternal redemptive purpose of God as it culminates and fulfilled the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Covenant.